Hello, hello, hello. I'm Chan Goldstein, and this is All That Matters. Let me ask you, is there something in nature that so captures your imagination? I mean, it so dazzles your senses that you can't help trying to understand it. Looking up at the stars, I mean, it's like looking into the past. Because the light of the sun takes around eight minutes to reach us. So figure this, we're staring up at an eight minute old light emission. Some stars have been dead for years by the time we see them. And we are fascinated by it. By this light from comes that comes from the heavens. But also the light of the crimson dawn another gift of nature or the night sky filled with those stars or dew on the grass or birds singing in the morning we're fascinated by all aspects of nature how the human body functions the coolness of rain and how plants grow and then once in a while you meet a guy who has or woman of course who has an unusual take that perhaps you hadn't thought of. Along comes a guy who's fascinated by snow. Yep, snow. Snowflake Bentley. Wilson Bentley was a farmer from Vermont. He was born on February 9th, 1865, in the town of Jericho, Vermont. He was a farmer by trade. He lived in the same farmhouse all of his life. I used to go there as a young boy to that town. My mom used to take my sister and I there for horseback riding lessons, about 35 minutes from Burlington, and we'd enter this little town of Jericho. And she'd begin to tell us stories about this guy who used to live there. Turns out, When he was 15 years old, his mother gave him an old microscope and he began trying to catch snowflakes and looking at them under that microscope. During his lifelong work with rain and dew and frost, he worked extensively with his fascination with snowflakes. He tried to draw the designs of these snow crystals, but they would melt or evaporate too fast. He kept searching for ways to capture their images. And then his parents spent $100 to buy him a camera. And for two years, he tried to photograph the snow crystals, but the pictures did not come out right. So he kept tweaking it this way and that. And finally, on January 15, 1885, he was successful. On that date, on that date, Wilson Bentley became the first person to photograph a single, solitary snow crystal. He perfected a process of catching flakes on black velvet in such a way that their images could be captured before they either melted or sublimated. He would go on to photograph well over 5,000 snow crystals 
and never found two alike. That's right. No two snow crystals out of all the thousands and tens of thousands and millions and billions of snowflakes are alike. His photo micrographs were acquired by institutes of higher learning all over the world. His writings on the subjects were published in many journals and magazines, including Scientific American and National Geographic and the National Weather Service Research Journal. Kenneth G. Libreck notes that the techniques used by Bentley to photograph snowflakes are essentially the same as those used today, and that while the quality of his photographs reflect the technical limitations of the equipment of the era, he, quote, did it so well that hardly anybody bothered to photograph snowflakes for almost a hundred years. The broadest collection of Bentley's photographs is right there in the Jericho Historical Society in his hometown, Jericho, Vermont, and that's where I first saw them. Bentley donated his collection of original glass plate photomicrographs of these snow crystals to the Buffalo Museum of Science. And then in November of 31, his book Snow Crystals was published by McGraw-Hill, and it's still in print today. Shortly after, on December 23, 1931, Wilson Bentley died at the family farmhouse in Jericho, right there where he lived his entire life and where he found his passion in his own front yard. Because of his wonderful work with Snow Crystals, he became affectionately known right there in Jericho, throughout Vermont and New England, and indeed throughout the world, as Snowflake Bentley. He wrote, Under the microscope I found that snowflakes were miracles of beauty, and it seemed a shame that this beauty should not be seen and appreciated by others. Every crystal was a masterpiece of design, and no one design was ever repeated. When a snowflake melted, that design was forever lost. Just that much beauty was gone, without leaving any record behind. Bentley described snowflakes as tiny miracles of beauty, and snow crystals as ice flowers. Well, I'd be fascinated by Snowflake Bentley just knowing his story as I did. But as it so happened, Vermont Public Television wanted to dive into his story a little bit more when I was a teenager. And they called on my mom, who had written some things for them, and she created a script about the life of Snowflake Bentley and about his process and about his beautiful capturing of snow crystal designs. And they had my father, who had, in addition to running his local restaurant, had become a professional actor, acting in the summers at St. Michael's Playhouse and uh, Stowe Playhouse and uh, other theaters, fortunate to make one movie in his lifetime. Um, and 
just to me was always a wonderful character. And he played Snowflake Bentley in the movie. And to keep it all in the family, since I was in a rock and roll band at the time and loved writing music, my mom asked me to write the theme song. And I wrote it and played it for the producers at Vermont Public Television, and they liked it. And so we included it. It introduced the show and played over the credits. It was a simple song, a verse of which stays in my head. I was I was taken by the fact that the little town outside of Burlington, this place where I went to learn how to ride a horse, not too well, this place that was the home for Snowflake Bentley was called Jericho. And I was aware of the biblical story of Joshua and the Israelites coming to the ancient Israelite city of Jericho. And in order to take possession of that town, they stood outside its walls and sounded the shofars and different horns. And so loud was that sound that it said that the walls came falling down. And I was familiar with the black spiritual Joshua fit the battle of Jericho, Jericho, Jericho. Joshua fit the battle of Jericho, and the walls came tumbling down. So what did I do? I simply stole the reference, the two Jerichos blending in my mind, and the idea of falling crystals tumbling down. And this is the song. One verse, anyway. Snowflake Bentley lived in Snowflake Land. Tried to help us all to understand. He took lens and patience both in hand. Then he captured shapes so very grand. Oh, Snowflake Bentley in Jericho Town. And the snow came a-tumbling down. Hey, here's to your passions your pursuit and fascinations. Next time you see snow falling somewhere, spare a thought for Snowflake Bentley, who taught us that no two crystals were alike, each stamped with originality. Just like you and me. Until next week, I'm Jan Goldstein, and this is All That Matters.